Hello everybody this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur show and today we have an amazing person Delisa West with us a dream doller artist and crown helping spiritual women entrepreneurs manifest their heart's desires through creativity spirituality and dream work so with excitement let's welcome Delisa Lisa welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here and to be invited to talk to your people. I call myself a dream doula and then people say yeah, what I was what just is about that? to ask you what is like that? what is what is I think most people know what a birth doula is. They help people have babies and then there's also something called a death doula where people help at the end of life make that transition easier. And I feel like my job as a life coach and a spiritual teacher is to guide people to go toward the dreams they have when they're awake and I love 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 to talk to people about the dreams they have at night. Oh wow. Because I think <laughs> that if you want to tap into your intuition, one of the ways to get it is you can meditate and get some ideas or your dreams will tell you what okay. is next or answer the questions you have when you're awake. It just comes yeah. in a different language, dream language. Yeah, correct. And also, it will also guide you through your entire journey. Like, it will always remind you, like, what you need to do and what is the right thing that you need to do in order to go forward with your life. Exactly. Ooh, do you have a dream you want to talk about that you have? <laughs> a recurring dream or a nightmare that baffled you, that confused you? Let me tell you one <laughs> thing. Yeah, here, here is that what I have been experiencing since my childhood. Most of mm. my dreams are happening really. it's whenever that incident or whenever that situations in front of me i always think about yeah i dreamt it i don't know what kind of it's somebody is most of in my people like friends and my family member they always tell me that you have some kind some natural powers and all but i don't know is it a power or how it the things is happening but whatever i have seen you can take that maybe 70 to 80 percent things are always happening in front of me like whatever i have dreamed about so <laughs> i don't know why it's happening but so uh, great so uh, you have premonition yeah, dreams me. you have a dream it's just and then it happens in real life yeah and you're like oh yeah of course this is happening because i dreamed it yeah that's yeah, so like, cool uh, uh, suddenly i right now i'm just writing whatever dreams like i just see what kind of dream like in my i usually never see the dream like every day but like maybe it's for 15 days or maybe one month maybe sometimes two to three months if i see one dream then i always write down that so that i'll track that whether these things is happening or not and honestly the past uh, one year i have been doing these things and seven of my dreams are happening in front of me like whenever any situations happens and i just recall about that i just dreamed it about then i just suddenly comes to my diary and just check like whatever i have written okay these things i have written so that's why my family my friends or like all the people are so it's my intuitions or my dreams always working for me i don't know why so what are the reason behind it i wants to find the answers how it's happening what is the science behind it and all but right now i'm reading i have a book the subconscious power of your subconscious mind so I'm just finding the truth how this things happening. So what you are the expert well, what's writing, your thoughts on? I've been writing down my dreams for many years and not a lot of my dreams are prophetic or dreams that actually happen except for one. And I was pregnant 
with my first child and my husband and I were arguing about what name we should name the kid. And we're like, if it's a boy, we'll name it this. If it's a girl. And one night he's going to know, I don't like the names you chose, but how about Sharon or Susan or Sally or Molly? And I was like, wait, are those ex-girlfriends names? And he said, <laughs> and I said, no way. And I went to bed really mad. And in the dream, I had a baby. And in the dream, there were men with black shoes on in my house. And I was so confused. I'm like, I'm not, what are these men doing here? I'm having midwives and they're women. And then suddenly, as dreams happen, I'm looking at this little baby. And then the baby morphs into a 12-year-old. And she puts her hand on her hip and says, I want you to name me Molly. And I, in the dream, I said, oh, honey, Molly's such a boring name. And then in the dream, she says, I want to have a boring name. And then I woke up. And I thought, that's weird. So I wrote down the dream and forgot about it. Then I go into labor and the midwives are on their way, but they say, call 911, call the firemen. And so suddenly there are men in my house with black shoes. And then the midwives get there and I have the baby. And when I look at her, it's exactly like a scene from the dream. It's I'm looking at the baby from my dream and they're yelling, talk to your baby, talk to your baby, talk to your baby. And I said, hi, Molly. It was like amazing. And but you have that all the time. And I'm just like, what the what? This is my dream. But it's I'm. Aware. Yeah. So that's the real question that I help people with in my coaching practice is like, what is a dream and what is real? Because some people think this is a dream, this being awake and being alive in a human reality. It's a lucid dream and a vivid reality is what Deepak Chopra says. We're having a lucid dream now. And but we think we're awake and it's not a dream, which is really weird to think about because we're just like, oh, yeah. no, this is real. I can feel this table. The table's real. But if you look deep, like into quantum physics, everything's yeah. vibration. Everything's a vibration. Everything's energy. Yeah. And Critic. why isn't this a dream? Yeah. We went esoteric pretty quickly there in our conversation. Good. That was fun. Right now, you were talking about your baby and the name Molly. You yeah. just uh, told me like few names, like obviously they are your husband's ex names, but I guess the name Molly and you just told me. I'm pretty much good at in the guessing and all. <laughs> that, yeah, because, oh my gosh, you have a higher purpose, I think, in life with your psychic abilities. I want to see where you go with that. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I am pretty much most of the people always tells me that you are super unique. The way I think is quietly different from other people so as well as has, mm. our society always thinks that if you are going into their thought or if you are doing the things that they wanted that you need to do and all like they have some kind of perspective on view but I like my society my people are always tells me that you are not a normal person <laughs> so what's, I, nor what's normal is so underrated to be normal or average I think that's the thing that's really beautiful in the world right now is when people are paying attention to spirituality and they're they're thinking about meditating and doing all these things and world peace and how could we live in a better planet, but there's no normal anymore. Yeah. I used to live in Seattle, Washington, and it's rainy and cold there much of the time. There's 320 days of the year where it's cloudy and the sun doesn't shine that much. Then I, I moved to Ojai, California, where I live now. And I thought, oh, I'm pretty, stuff I'm talking about is pretty woo-woo. And I realized that I am not at all woo in this community I live in now. Everybody's way more out there doing yoga and somatic work and 
visioning things and they're all so my people. I'm so glad to be here now. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what exactly that you are doing and how you are helping people. Yes, okay. So I have several things that I do with people. I do one-on-one dream doula sessions where if you have a dream and you want to understand the meaning for yourself, I'll just talk you through it for 30 or 60 minutes. I also have coaching programs. I've got a 12-week program and a one-year mystery school. I do retreats and I teach people creativity in my art studios. I'm also an artist. And I found that most people think that artists are magic. Like what we, I can't do that. And I was like, you know what? The fun part of being an artist or any kind of person who gets in the flow is that Mm -hmm. you can get into this state of mind where you're not really doing anything. You're not really talking to yourself. You're just doing the thing that you're doing. And so I call it mindful mark making. And I take people who are not at all artists and I bring them in my studio and say, we're going to make something today and then we're going to throw it away. And then at the end of that hour and a half, they're like, wow, that was so relaxing. So I think it's like a meditation. And also it's fun because I've got racks and racks of art supplies that we can play with. So sometimes it's pens and pencils and paint or markers. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a polymath. I do a lot of different things to help people, but mostly I help them realize that They can change their mind. They can Mm. change their thoughts about who they are and what the world is like. And in doing so, they can become more and more authentically themselves instead of trying to be what society wants you to be. If you really are true to yourself, life suddenly becomes this beautiful adventure. Absolutely. And also, I always value the art. Before we are meeting, I just, just saw your screen, like a Zoom screen. There is a scissor mm-hmm. and a pencil, I believe. And uh, Oh, yeah. It's you know, one of my doodles. Yeah. So they add, but maybe some people look at a scissor pencil, but it looks me an animal and the middle of the scissor, it looks like an eye of an animal. I don't know. Is it oh. that or it's, I'm just looking the things in that way? Oh, I love that. I was actually doodling with a white gel pen on black paper and I was looking at some scissors and some pens and the squiggle in the middle is maybe was just a mark I made. That was a mistake. But I love that you see an animal. Yeah. Oh, there, I'll put it back up for you. Yeah, it uh, looks like an animal. But so that's the magic of art. Like uh, some people can see the scissor and the pencil and some people can see an animal. So yes. <laughs> that's the yes. magic of art. So I always value the art and I always have very good respect the people who have, are doing the drawing. Because uh, in my childhood, I was also want to get into the painting and all uh, mm-hmm. you talk about in india there are a lot of gods uh, exist so i uh, usually want to create it whenever i was in school but i don't know like why i left all the things but some things is in my heart like some days i'll start and <laughs> i'm like a person who has exp- always wants to experience like music art drawing painting then meeting new people and knowing about technology how the life works right? Why I'm here and what's next if I die? So <laughs> that's the questions always yeah. evolving in my mind. And I don't know, like right now I'm only 24. Some people are saying that you have time to explore all the things and like this is not important for you right now. You have to focus on the career and all the things. But uh, I don't know, like somehow I usually even whenever I sit and uh, I just quietly sit, immediately got a thought like what is God? Like how they create the nature and if people are dying then 
where they are going and some oh, complex things and it's always confusing me. But I but but I am it. trying to reach the truth, uh, like what exactly it is, and because I always look at the things like if I die tomorrow, then what will I do? That's the only thing always helps me to go with my flow, go with my career, and go with the things or tasks that I want to do. So I always think about there is no tomorrow, and I'm I'll be not available in tomorrow. So I need to put all the work uh, today. So that is how mm, I. That's well. Yes, I'm also fascinated. With what happens when we die, I I watch all these. Yeah, let's think of like what that. happens near death experience. No, I, I went, yeah. I died, I came back, and this is what it's like. I'm like, what? Tell me more. I'm so fascinated with that. And yeah, I like to believe that all those stories. They went to this beautiful place. They saw their dead relatives. They felt total love, and then they came back to this Earth school where we're here in this dream trying to remember that we can co-create our life we, we're down here to do something yeah what it is you don't really know and maybe it changes all your life like i didn't study art until i was 50 years old but i always wanted to be an artist i always felt the urge to make something and at one time I, my sister who's a she's an artist and an art teacher she studied art in college and i said to her you're the artist in the family and i'm the salesman i sell things you make art and she's no when we were eight and 10 years old, we could draw the same. And I kept practicing and you stopped. So if you practice again, you could be an artist too. And I was like, oh, okay. So I took one class then and forgot about it and did my life. And then I was suddenly fired from being a manager of a real estate office. And I heard myself saying to the group, I didn't say, I got fired. No, no. I said, I'm stepping down from managing the office and I'm going to spend more time with my family and making art. And I thought, wow, who said that making art part? It just came out of my mouth. Yeah. And then I went to art school for four years and oh. learned how to really make something that looks like what it is. And now I make things that are just wackadoodle, crazy, fun. And you have like a lot of your arts in your home? I have so much art, it's ridiculous. And I have an art studio filled with art. and the most exciting thing I'm doing today, I don't know when this podcast is going to launch, but I'm launching a Kickstarter to print my angel divination cards. And so okay. each of these is a, each of these beautiful. cards came from a drawing that I made that's five feet tall and four feet wide. And then I had them photographed and made into these cards. So I'm so excited to, to have yeah, them come into the world. And do you know about angel decks or angel divination cards? They come, there's a message in there. If you pull a card, yeah, it yeah. gives you a word. So that's one of the things I haven't really made prints or repetitive things that I could sell to people. It's just, you want to buy my original art? Cool. This is how much it is. But this will be the thing you can buy in a box. So I'm very excited about that. But being creative, I found that Part of being a coach for people is to let them know that it's okay. Whatever their passion is, it's okay to do it. Even if it isn't your job, you can do it on the side. You can do it in the mm -hmm. morning. For me, I was doodling on pieces of paper in school or when I was in a meeting or when I was on the phone. And I used to feel ashamed that I was, I'm like, I used to put my drawings away and, oh, yeah. I would do yeah. it and feel happy. But then I didn't want people to see it. And now I don't care if anybody sees it, even if it, if I draw something and it doesn't look like a human, that's okay. It was fun to draw. <laughs> yeah. Like it happens with everyone in my school, when I was doing some drawing and all, I always like 
doing the drawing in things <laughs> that other people cannot see this yeah it happens to be <laughs> it's an interesting metaphor for how we hide ourselves because some people don't want to be seen they're they feel like the major paradigm in the world is that i'm not enough or i'm not good enough every single human feels that on That's some so level dumb. and so we hide who we really are from the world when really we should shine our light out and we should show our special gifts whatever that is for some people it's making art for some people it's making music for other people it's writing or teaching or whatever it is that makes your heart sing you should do it yeah do it before you die man <laughs> yeah yeah like i always think about in a way like whenever a major decision comes in front of me i always think about that you know what like i have only one life because i don't know what happens once i die or like whenever die some anyone dies like what happens next we never know but i can like if i die tomorrow then whether i should do this or not that's the only questions i always think about this and i you know what like i am very proud of the decisions that i took and the decision that i am taking i'm pretty yeah. much proud maybe it's not about all the decisions are turned out like uh, good some are also turned out in a very bad things like i never consider it a bad but that is the lessons that always gives me in order to make my decision making power increase my decision making power so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i and i think also a lot of people look back on their lives and think ooh i was i kind of regret doing this thing or that thing and that didn't work out right but i recently talked to a friend of mine who who passed away a couple of weeks after i interviewed her on oh. my podcast and i asked her i said do you think that you would you say that you had a good life and her answer was i couldn't have done it any other way everything i did was perfect. And she didn't have right. an easy life. She did a lot of crazy things in her life, but she thought every and I've heard other people say that too. Everything you've ever done, even though things you think are mistakes, brought you to where you are right now. Everything you've done in your life, everything I've done in my life and now here we are having a conversation and we don't yeah. even live in the same country. This is so yeah. cool. correct yeah this is so beautiful isn't it and yeah. yeah correct and you know what like i have written like my dream book that if uh, whenever i will be uh, i am going to die in my bed what kind of regrets that i will left or i'll have at that moment of time and there is a clear cut answer that there will be no regrets oh <laughs> i love that my mistake is my mistake no my whatever the things are my things and it's the beautiful life and whatever happened with me everything is beautiful and i always see the situation see the people see the circumstances in a very beautiful way very positive way mm. i do not think about there is any kind of bad and all if i am talking with a i always look at some people are very judgmental type of they are looking that guy is looking much, much more and some that guy or maybe that lady is looking much more beauty like that lady but i always consider that but like we all have different kind of face so how do you separate this is this guy is looking so handsome or this guy is not like we all have some kinds of our different face so for me like every individual everybody whichever lives in the planet they are so beautiful I think that's an interesting point you bring up comparing yourself to others it's a human trait that we do that it's it'd be good if you just threw that out of your reality it's hard to not do it like that 
you look around at the world, and I've been doing this a lot lately for myself. I look around at the world and I think that person has a better life than me. They have a nicer house, a nicer car, a cuter husband, whatever. And then maybe they don't. We don't know yeah. what's in other people's yeah. hearts. Some of the people that look the happiest and the richest are super unhappy and maybe they're not even rich. Dang. And it's so fascinating as the age I have friends and relatives who have passed away. And did they have a good life? I can't, I don't know. Do I envy their life anymore? No, they're dead and I'm still here. And I can see from my point of view that what I know about their life, that maybe those people didn't live fully. And I feel sad for them. They didn't really live the life they could have lived that I see for them. Although maybe they did live the life they needed to live. Yeah. We don't know. But comparing ourselves to others, oh, that's a true way to make yourself sad. Correct, correct. But I'll reach out to you. But today I'll... We could go deep into dreaming and all that stuff. Yeah, you are so refreshing. And whenever I'm talking to you, it's like I'm talking to me. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I can feel the vibe. So, but uh, tell us uh, what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that our people can find you and get in touch with you. Oh yeah. My website is called coaching with D with the letter D.com. And I'm on YouTube at coaching with D and I've got Instagrams coaching with D and my art Instagram is D Lisa West art. And on there, I post a crazy doodle every day or a piece of a, a dream image or Yeah. So that's all art stuff. Awesome. Happy. I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you. Oh my gosh. We could just, yeah. I want you to come over for tea and we'll just continue this conversation. Can you just come over? over I'll I'll definitely try try and I'll definitely get there. I'll be in touch with you. And uh, like after this call, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you on Instagram and so that I'll track all the great if you follow. Yeah. Oh, and please follow me on YouTube. I only have 80 people following me. I would love to have more. That's awesome. So guys do make sure you follow Lisa, wonderful person, with great personality and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs. So that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, D. Lisa, for being on the show. And it was an honor to visiting you today. It was an honor to talk to you. Thank you.